This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. You have just tuned into Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. I am your host for the next hour with my program called Body Matters, where everybody in the body of Christ matters. This program is to give ministries a platform to share what they are doing in the body of Christ. I believe that the body of Christ all works together to accomplish the same goal, and I believe that the goal is to save, heal, and deliver, and to see people walk in the fullness of Christ. I really trust that this program is going to bless you. Um, my name is Alana Willifee and I have a special guest. And my guest today is Zoe van der Maave Grobler and she is from Zoe Life Ministries. So welcome Zoe. Thank you Lana. So nice to have you. I just want to say that Zoe means life. And Zoe also has a prophetic mandate. And our topic of discussion will be the gift of prophecy. So I just want to share a little bit about Zoe. She has been walking in the prophetic mandate since 2008. She has a Bible school for about 10 years. Um, She's also been doing some outreaches via drama with some of the students at the Bible school. She's been hosting ladies prophetic camps and that's particularly regarding to the prophetic and she's currently also busy with a prophetic workshop that we will be discussing shortly but before we do that I just want Zoe just to tell us a little bit about her journey so yeah Zoe tell us a little bit about you and your journey Lana, I'm just Zoe. You know, I'm a mother of two beautiful children. I'm a grandmother of two little ones. And God has chosen me to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. I absolutely love him for who he is. I love his gifts mm. and his way that he speaks to humanity. He, he just loves on us. But the, the starting point in my life when I was growing up um, in Coles River on a farm in a normal Afrikaans family with siblings and parents in the house. Mm. But, you know, the, the front vision looked like everything was nice and, and okay. happy family. But it wasn't like that in the four walls in uh, the back of closed doors. My father sure. was, unfortunately, at that time of his life in the occult. Mm, sure. And, you know, growing up under that oppression and the atmosphere, mm. it is demonic atmosphere constantly. But the Lord intervened in my life when I was nine years old. A girl from the opposite farm come to visit me and we played and she was finished and was on her way home and I wasn't finished (laughs) playing yet. So I grabbed her, you won't believe it, I really grabbed her in her ponytail and I pushed and I pulled her back into the the house and um, she turned around and she said to me the following, if Jesus would have um, turned his uh, cheek to the other side and then slap on his cheek. And the minute she said that to me, I 
burst out in tears. Sure. Now, you must remember, mm. I, at that stage, nine years old, never went to church because of the, the belief in the home. I was in a state because that words mm. somehow... It penetrated my flesh and it went immediately into my spirit. Sure. And Lana, that double-edged sword cutting through marrow and bone. Yes, Hebrews 4, 12. Yes. Exactly. And that little girl led me that day to the Lord. Sure. Also nine years old. And that's how my spiritual journey actually started. And then, you know, I'm nine years old. I think way back then it was like a grade three. That would be now. And... Um, so we didn't go to church. I didn't have a Bible. Uh, you know, your grandparents' big Bible that was on the, the sideboard. Yeah, with the gold pages, <laughs> yes. the beautiful. Nobody, nobody was uh, ever allowed to touch it except no. the Dumini. When the one, antique piece. Yes. And when the Dumini comes visit once a month, you know, he opens up the Bible and blah, blah, blah. And when I was in standard six or grade eight, uh, my brother, who was in the army, he got his first girlfriend. And she came alongside in, in, with a family and she asked me, what would you like to have for your birthday? And I said, a Bible. Sure. So when I was like 14 years old, I got my first Bible. And I still do have that Bible, the Afrikaans <laughs> Bible. And I immediately fell in love with the Psalms. Mm. Oh, I love the Psalms David wrote and all the other people that wrote the book of Psalms. And that was my safe haven. And, you know, at that time, we were still living on the farm and getting to church in, mm. was like eight kilometers from the, the town. And then I desperately wanted to go. I wanted to be in the church. And then I thought, okay, well, I can walk. So on a Sunday morning... I walk eight kilometers sure. to church That's far. and back. If the farmers would would even dare to pick me up for a lift, my father would be horrible to them. So I choose to get the beatings coming back home. And I mean, these sure. things happens in the 1980s. And, and you went alone. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Sure. At that start, stage, I had a little brother that was seven years younger than mm. me. So then I asked him later on just to come walk with me mm. to town. And, it, and he did. Wow. So he also came to church in that time period. Um, and yeah, so that was my starting point. So I had to fight for my belief yes. from my inner circle where I was supposed to be loved and allowed to love the Lord. Mm. But, um, yeah, just for the listeners to know that my father did give his heart to the Lord. So that's so exciting oh, that's um, that the enemy lost his grip that at that time he had over mm, my father. Mm, so, yeah, so someday wonderful. we're going to rejoice with one another. And, and reunite. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. Yes, yes. We'll be back with a short break. I am with Zoe um, van der Marwe Grobler, and we're on the topic of discussion, the prophetic. Zoe, I just want to ask you, how did Zoe life start? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Lana, Zoe Life Ministry started out in 2006, 2008. Um, I started with a prophetic school. Um, that was my first mandate that I felt the Lord laid on my heart. But prior before the starting up of the 
the name Zoe Life. I just need to quickly take you back to growing up in in 91. I was in matric and that Mm. was our uh, going away. At that stage, we went on a church camp in 1991 and we were in Stellenbosch on this amazing uh, whole Mm. week, a seven day, uh, like a retreat camp for for high school pupils and matric pupils. And there I was, and um, one of the ministers who had his session, he ministered about inner healing. And, you know, for me, that was the, I would say that was the first encounter I ever had with what is inner healing Mm. and what is the blood of Jesus and the power. So that was my first encounter with these words. And um, so after after the session, um, the Lord ministered to me and um, I was emotionally and so after the session I just excused myself and I went to mm. a seclusion in a, in a private place and I just started to pray and I was praying for my mom that's at home and you know when the the roles are being exchanged yes. you become the mother mm. um, taking care try to take care and comfort her because in the environment that I grew up my mom was also there and she mm. was also under the influence yeah. she was never ever um, with my father in his doings but she was in the house yes so in that yeah, and, and obviously that spirit of control and Ooh. and manipulation yes. and and the fear yeah Ooh. the fear of, of Lana, confrontation f- yes and you are so fearful for the weekends to come because you don't know what is going to happen, mm. but you know something bad, it is going to happen. And then off every weekend, sure. it was not a good weekend, yes. so forth. But back on the, the Stellenbosch farm mm. where I prayed, the, I, I promise you, I never knew the things existed. So as I was praying and yes. I was praying for my mom, the next moment... I saw Psalm 91, like written on a piece of paper, right in front of my sure. eyes. Like a vision. It, a vision, but yes. I could literally see. And the scriptures that the Lord emphasized on mm. stood out like in black, bold letters. Wow. And as I read the scripture, the verse, I could see, um, I could literally see without looking to my, say, for example, the right side, there was a lot of trees. I could even hear the arrow comes like, wow. Like the wind with Mm. the speed and the scripture boldly stood out in the midair in front of my eyes, just saying that the Lord will put an hedge of angels around those who fear his name. I could even saw the angel standing like encircling around me on this at this table that I sat down. The arrow that flies by day will not hurt you. I wow. saw that Psalm arrow. Psalm 91. Psalm 91. Mm. The verses out of the psalm, it stood out that the arrow that flies by day. I saw the arrow without sure. turning my head and looking. Mm. I just, I saw it coming in. And I could feel the impact yes. of the arrow hitting the angel because I felt for, I fell forward on the table. Just sure. me there sitting in the middle of the afternoon praying and that whole thing rolled out and happened. Mm. And then the next second I heard Father's audible voice. That was wow. the second time that I heard it. If I can look back, I can say when I was three years old, I heard his audible voice, not knowing or not understanding at that stage. So mm. for that moment, and the only thing that I heard with my ears, a voice that told me, go be baptized. 
Let your sins be washed off of you. Amen. And I, and really, Lana, I didn't know there was any other baptism except the little baby baptism yes. where I went through. Yes. Um, and there the prophetic was activated. Established, child. Exactly, through that vision, through that experience. Mm. And then after that, that was in 91, and then a new level of intimacy with the Lord started out. And I went back. I went back to the building and I was speaking to the pastor there and I was explaining him what happened. And I thought, okay, the children of God, everyone sees and hears. And afterwards, I've, I felt I come to the understanding it's not everybody that mm. have the ability. Mm. And it's not an ability. It's just the Lord allowing yes. me in that moment. For to what, experience Him. Yes, because He wants to establish His kingdom mandate for me on this earth. Sure. My purpose, my destiny for His kingdom's sake. Sure, that yeah. is amazing. And I think, you know what, um, some people have experiences in different ways. And I yes. think God reveals himself and, and to people in different ways. I think the main reason he does is so that we know that God is real. Yes. He is a real God. Yes. I mean, there are certain things that I've prayed for and then someone would literally just say something and I'll go, oh God, you are real. Yeah. You know, so it's just God revealing himself yes. at that time, at that moment. Yes. Zoe, tell me, what is the prophetic mandate for the church for this time? Because you've got the prophetic gifting, and you're obviously busy with the prophetic. So, what do you, what do you feel is the the um, the mandate for the church? Yes, that is a, a thing that is very strong on my heart for the season we are currently in in mm. 2021. I believe the mandate for the prophetic it is it's the lifestyle of John the Baptist. Okay. I absolutely believe Amen. that. I believe that too. Yes. And what did John do on the earth? He was preparing the way of the, the Lord. Lord. Yes. So now we also, this is our mandate as well. The fivefold ministry, not even only the prophetic, but the evangelist, the, the prophet, the, the apostle, the teacher, the pastor, everyone involved mm. in the kingdom. That needs to be the mandate. Mm. But the second thing that we as the prophets needs to understand and be busy now with, it's preparing the people for the coming of the Lord. Amen. So those two things, it stands out for me. It's prepare the way of the Lord and prepare the people for the coming of the Lord. Yes. And in that last sentence, I believe that there's many avenues how we everyone can work together in unity in the body to prepare the people because mm. all our giftings what you have you bring what i have i bring yes, that's, and that's the body of christ exactly yes exactly. everybody coming together it comes together and all their functions lead to one thing yes back to father god back to father god yes yes, yes. i strongly believe that he sent us from heaven with a vision and a mandate mm. and a purpose and it's our privilege oh mm. it's a privilege to live that out to give back to father god what he's given us mm. And I think also coming back to that also makes me think that every one of us, every Christian, every one God has created us with a purpose, Mm -hmm. with a mandate, with gifts, and with our gifts to fulfill the calling and the purpose that he has for our lives. And um, 
as as the body of Christ, we work together as an organism to fulfill that, as mm. I say, to heal, mm. to restore, to deliver, to bring people into into um, a relationship with Jesus Christ. And I think that is our purpose of 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 our existence, you know, and I think once you fulfill the calling and you know where you fit into the body of Christ, I think it's so rewarding mm. to know that God can use you in your gifting. And, and when you flow in your gifting, it's always effortless. You know, he equips exactly. you and, and he, and he, um, yeah, he helps you and he guides you to where you're supposed to be. Yes, that's so true. If you look at the scripture in Ephesians 2 verse 10, it says that God, before the laying of the foundation of the earth, he ordained your journey. Mm. He put everything in place for you to come stumble across your pathway, mm. to come into that. Mm. The prearranged, he made it ready for us to live. So I want to live in that what he prearranged for me. To live. Yes. Mm. And I think just to add, this is just what comes to mind. You know, sometimes we are in, you know, we come from broken backgrounds or we 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 go through hardship and, you know, we, we don't always understand things, you know. Mm. And I believe even God, God has put you in a family. He has surrounded you with the right people at the right time. You are not at the wrong place. You are in the right place. The people that God surrounds you with shapes you, molds you to get where you need to get. And sometimes hardship is 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 a learning phase to strengthen us. I mean, God doesn't bring hardship. But he allows us sometimes to go through it so that he can um, strengthen our character. Yes, that's so true. That's so, so true. If I would look back in my old journey, my my own journey and my my growing up years, that was a training ground Mm. to be a warrior in the kingdom because I learned how to pray. I really learn how to pray and how to depend on God and how to depend. You know, the, the, I can, if I can quickly go back there yes. again in the early days, um, I was angry with the Lord for mm. giving me such a father. I remember many moments mm. I tell the Lord, I hate my dad. Sure. And it was out of a heart of a girl that mm. felt neglected. Mm. And, and you know what the Lord, every time he, he let, me in prayer and he just love on me and then he said to me every time forgive him sure and that was hard Mm. being a teenager being a young adult and receiving all the things negative um and everything that happened in those time zones and then the lord said forgive him for i Love him. Yes. And to come to the understanding that my father was created in the image of the Lord yes. Jesus Christ. And Father God loved him the same way he loved me. Yeah. Being he, his he child doesn't now. have a, you know, no. he doesn't have favorites. No, he doesn't have that. And that was the most, and that was my key of breakthrough. It is mm. to learn. My training ground was hard, but to learn in those seasons to love the ungodly. Yes, to die to self. Exactly. To love those who actually hurt you and Mm. betray you and that come against. I mean, we all come from Ephesians 2 verse 2 that says we were, before we were saved, under the sway and the tendency of the present Mm. um, demonic force 
that is in the present age, it's the Satan himself. We were under his authority mm. until we became saved and sanctified, redeemed by yes. the blood of Jesus. So that's, we, that's the past we all come from. But nevertheless, the Lord loves the saved as yeah, much yeah. as the unsaved. That's that whole scripture with love your enemies, bless them. Bless those who curse Pray you. Pray for them. Yes. Treat them well. It's, yes. it's, it's, and you know, that's spiritual warfare, it you is. know, oh. when we have to do what's so hard, when we have to forgive others, when we have to do good to them. Yes. And I believe God. Does it because I believe that is for our own, for our own, so that we don't have a hardened heart. Yes. Because when we have a hardened heart, God cannot work with a hard heart. He can't. And also, when we when we love our enemies, mm. we are also, mm. um, we we become God's hands and feet. Yes, we do for someone that is unlovable. And yeah, so that is also amazing. And that scripture that comes to mind that says, whatever the devil intends for harm, God will work for your good. And someone put on a Facebook page the other day, added to this scripture. And I don't even know where it stands right now because (laughs) I'm just just talking what comes to mind. But he says it will even make the devil work for you so that you've got authority at the end of the day. But Zoe, just briefly, just like one Mm. quick sentence. How did Zoe life start? Okay, so the Lord gave me a dream about um, handing out mantles okay. and shoes. And I had, that happened the 3rd of March, 2003, when I had my first heavenly encounter. And I know we don't have time mm. to go into all the details, but um, the, I, I just had an amazing visitation. Um, and it, and a dream connected with that specific visitation that day. And I know that the Lord was showing me, he's going to show me someone, people's mantles and the shoes. Shoes. So, and just tell people quickly, what does the shoes mean? The shoes, it is to the, 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 um, the heart of going out and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, meaning the calling that God has called you yes. for. You've got a set of shoes and you've got your own kind of mantle. Amen. And I cannot put the mantle on you. I can only be in the spirit. I can see see the mantle that God already put on Mm. you and you receive your mantle when the day then you have been born you just grow into that mantle spiritual mantle and then I knew that I knew the Lord was calling me to be the voice in the wilderness to help people to come to the understanding that they have a mantle that they have a pair of shoes and they need to see it receive it take it Yes. And, and walk take ownership with, with take it ownership. and run with that purpose that God yes. has given them. Yes. Thank you, Zoe. And then I, I just want to ask you this question because I think everybody is curious about how do people actually flow in the prophetic? You know, how does how does the prophetic work? Because not everybody is prophetically inclined. So what is the prophetic and how does one apply the prophetic practically in everyday life? If you can give us some examples on that. Yes, Lana, the prophetic and the fivefold ministry combined, but especially the prophetic, it comes from out of a place of a relationship with the Lord. Nothing flow without mm. that. That's yes. the basics. That's the starting point of having your life committed to the Lord, laying down your own desires, mm. your own life, your own plans. I, d- I had many plans for my life and nothing worked out mm. as I've planned it because God had something else in mind for me. So the prophetic, if you think about that God is spirit. He's in the heavenly atmosphere, in the spiritual dimension. We are on earth where God is. There's no 
time limits. There's no mm. end of a month. There's no a seven-day week. There's no, no, no clock. There's nothing. It's mm. timeless. Mm. But here on earth, we are submitted to time and um, end of a month and a seven-day week and so forth. Now, God is releasing a word out of the supernatural atmosphere. That words carry, carries, come down into a heart of a person through a vision, through an audible voice, through a, a prompting of the spirit, and knowing in your heart that I just need to release this, a vision, mm. a picture, mm. or the way that God speaks to us. So now that word comes forth. And now here on the 18th of March, for example, three o'clock in the afternoon, they, the word comes, the inclination, the prompting, and there everything has been set out. Now there's a release of that vision, picture, word, what you hear, mm. and then there's a release. And then that scripture that says that whatever God sends out, it will accomplish. Yes, it will not re- Yes, it will not return void and back to the Lord, void to the Lord. Mm. And that's the prophetic. Mm. That's the release of what God is speaking over mm. And even over a nation. And, and I also think that, you know, when you get a prophetic word, that is God saying, this is my heart for you. Yes. This is what I've called you for. This is, yes. um, this is my purpose for you. And, you know, sometimes it's so nice to get that prophetic word. Because, you know, sometimes we, you think, okay, oh, God could just tell me audibly. But God always spoke through the prophets. Eh? The prophets are God's mouthpiece. Yes. And that's his heart he's sharing with you. Yes, definitely. And you know, when God is releasing a word, you have to war over your own prophetic word. Mm. And sometimes in the body, we don't been taught, what do I do now with my prophetic word? Mm. Because the enemy wants you to have a miscarriage of your word. Yes. I mean, not to put any emphasis on him, but we have to know who the enemy is mm. and how to warfare about your word. So how do you warfare about your given prophecy? Mm. You, you read it. Constantly, mm. you remind Father God. Yes, He knows it. He doesn't need the the reminder. But every time you speak that to God, you remind yourself in and the your process. Faith grows. Yes, and your faith grows because you start hearing. Because faith comes from hearing yes. the word of God. So Amen. you're proclaiming it. You do exactly that, and then you start to believe that. You look out. Mm. You say, Lord, I cannot wait for this fulfillment mm. of this word. Do you know my first prophetic word was the 28th of February, in '98. In 98, my so. first prophetic word, and it was through this lovely lady. She's very well known, my beloved friend, Rose Ruder. Mm. And I mean, she just prophesied. And back then, we had to type out, you know, the little types, yeah. the, the, the little things of the, the technology way back then. I have had a full typed out piece of, of prophecy on papers, four pages. And the word only started to come into fulfillment 10 years yes. later. I want to just say that sometimes we get a prophetic word and we think it's for now. Yes. But it's not always for yes. now. For that reason, I just spoke about in the spirit, God releasing the word mm. on earth. And now there needs to be time that goes by for the fulfillment of that yes. word. And what I and you do in the meantime, for the time to go, because many things need to happen, I need to grow. Mm. I need to step up my responsibility. Yes. I need to come in alignment with the word of God. Mm. So maybe I'm still busy with the undeliberate sin and I don't want to let go of that. And God's word is pure and holy. So I need to go through a process of yes. purity, deliverance and healing and inner healing, yes. powerful inner healing. And so there needs to, the stuff needs to happen. Mm. So for that word to eventually be my portion. So I have to pray over my word. 
warfare over it. Yes. Be awakened over my word, mm. looking out for the fulfillment mm. of the word of God. And I also believe that, that during the time of waiting for that word to come through, God equips you. Yes. And I also in my own experience, believe when you get to that point, you're so excited about the prophetic word. You really want to almost brag about it. Yeah. But by the time it actually happens, you're like, okay, whatever, God. You know, you, you surrender. It's no more like it's not yeah. about me anymore. Yeah, it's like, okay, God, whatever you want yeah. me to do. Yeah. And I also, um, I remember just to add to what, what you're saying, I mean, talking about time that God actually fulfills that prophetic word. I mean, I got a word in 2015 that I would be on social media. I thought, no, this can't be. I can't even type on a computer or, you know, my kids are so much better on on all these things. I am not on Twitter or Instagram or any. I don't even know how to get on these things. And eventually... Here I am. God, God yeah. had fulfilled it, and it's it's like okay, okay, it all comes bit by bit together when yes. you least expect it, but yes. you hold on to it. Yes. You know what I mean? And you say whatever it is, God. You know, you don't always know in which form or way that's so true. It will happen. No. And if you can just think back and think, okay, if that prophetic word that was spoken in 2015, the next month, four weeks later, it would have come, and you will start to walk in it. You would have messed everything up. Yes, because you weren't mature enough, yes. you weren't ready enough, exactly. or you would have taken the yes. honor and glory yes. for yourself. Yes, you'll become prideful and arrogant, mm. and, and that's the very things that we need to repent of and yes. be aware not to fall into that that things that the enemy mm. wants us to fall into because then it is enslaving us again. And also just another question, I know when you get a prophetic word, is it important to test that word? Oh, definitely. The word says that it is, it's biblical to test every word. Yes, and definitely. You, and how would you go about testing that word? Is it you, just you lay it before the Lord you know, and you trust him to give you confirmation? You pray for confirmation, but you firstly check with, is this word biblical? Mm. If that word is in contradiction with the word of God, just mm. dismiss it immediately. Mm. So you need, and ask the Lord for discernment. I mean, yes. this Holy Spirit is with us, is in us. In us. Yes. And he will, he will give you the check in your heart. You know, mm. you will have that, mm, I don't know if this is my word or if this is actually, if, is this biblical? Yeah. You will have that awareness. Sense of knowing. You will have that. And, and someone also said to me, and, and this is also very true for the prophetic, that sometimes God already gave you a word in your own mind, in your own thoughts. You already know. And then someone will give you something that will confirm what God already has given you. And I think that's just amazing confirmation because you already know it. But then when someone comes along and says, I feel like God said Mm -hmm. da-da-da-da-da, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. And that to me is just amazing confirmation then you know as you know as you know that that yes. was word yes from that's God. the beauty of the prophetic because the prophetic is all if i would give you a prophetic word it will immediately be a second-handed word because yes. god already downloaded something in your heart that you can connect to what i'm going to say to you that mm. you can open up your heart because you know when you stand before people and you minister to them on the on the receiving side people can zip their hearts they can close their hearts or they can 
unzip it mm. and receive it. And when you minister to someone and you say something that they think, oh, only the Lord knows this, mm. then what happens? They zip their heart open so they receive yes. it. And many times we prayed for people and we could see that they're not receiving mm. it. Mm. Um, and that's there's many reasons why people are afraid of the prophetic. And maybe mm. they got hurt or they've been disappointed mm. and many other reasons. But you can actually experience and feel in the spirit when that happens yes. in that moment. And and I think also with the prophetic that people are scared of is that you're going to reveal something bad they did. Yeah. And all you're going to open up something. But the prophetic I know is always to encourage. Yes. It's always to encourage. Yes. The prophetic is to see how God sees you. Exactly. No matter what you've done, no matter yes. your flaws, God had already given you a plan and a purpose and he all he wants to do is to get the gold out of you. Exactly. And therefore prophetic is always encouraging. Am I it right is, by saying that? It's not are you going to die tomorrow? And whatever no. that then that's not from no. God because that's only, a false spirit. That's, false that's a spirit. familiar spirit then that operate there. Okay, so anything that's condemning yes. and negative, which is a false prophecy. Yes, definitely. I think we need to clear that. Yes. many times the Lord will give a warning, but I always say that the the prophetic words needs to be wrapped in love because yes. God loves on His people. Yes, and if He would chastise us because that's a biblical that says that I will chastise my children yes but in that chastisement he will always bring out the beauty yes he knows that I am sinning I know I've got faults mm. but he will not put the emphasis on that yeah. but I will say to you and speak to you and I will put the emphasis on what you've just did wrong yes. and God is the opposite yes he will speak to the mandate he will speak to the potential inside he's, of he's you. calling out yes. the good in you yes you know because yes that is what he wants. He's looking for the goal yes. that he already placed in you oh, to bring that out. Yeah, so true. Um, just shortly, Zoe, I just want to quickly just share some testimonies. I mean, people want to hear, um, you know, where you've been involved giving people prophetic words and, and stuff like that. Can you share anything that stood out, even if it's just one or two um, testimonies? Yes. Yeah, if we had enough time, I would really roll out a lot of testimonies. But the most recent one was actually yesterday. I have a friend um, mm. who's been sick a little while. She had four operations in four days. Sure. And um, it was not that um, it was not that crazy time in her life, but it was just like things happened. It just her her, her organs just started to fail, sure. and she was really praying for. And a mm. lot of people interceded for and mm. so forth. And I didn't had uh, make contact with her because mm. you can't visit people right now in yes, hospitals. Blah, right, blah, blah. COVID, so yeah. from a distance, I prayed for you know. And yesterday afternoon. Um, She's now more than a month in the hospital, in different hospitals. Mm -hmm. And yesterday I felt the prompting of the spirit and I prayed and I experienced the Lord say to me, phone her mom and you two together pray for her mm -hmm. and then take this thing to the court of heavens. Sure. So yesterday afternoon, just a simple prayer, me on this side of the phone and through a WhatsApp call, I phoned her mom. And we just prayed, you know, prayed. Mm, and we mm. took this whole thing to the courtrooms. And um, this, after, this morning, her mom phoned me and said that a miracle happened to her. Shh. 
after a month, she's going to be released tomorrow to go back home. Wow. That really for me is... That is amazing. Wow. The the. The power of prayer yes. when God leads you, mm. when the prompting, come, prompting mm. comes for right now. So in the prayer, we, we ask the Holy Spirit mm. for Jesus' blood to testify against whatever was happening to her and strip the enemy of his plan and his mandate. Mm. And his nonsense over yes. her. And that immediately, I mean, less than 24 hours, there sure. was a change, a wow. miraculous change. So that was amazing. So there was many, many, you know, on this last December holiday, which no one actually went on holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I um, went uh, to the shop and I thought, okay, I'm going to buy my son who is 22, still lives with me. Um, and he works for a company so he can work from home, international company. But he doesn't have his own vehicle, so he's driving with my car. Okay. So m- most of the time I need to ask him, can I have my car back? <laughs> so but this last December, mm. I went to the shop and I felt like, buy Joshua car washing stuff, shampoo and sponges and stuff. And I thought, why? You know, yes. and immediately I thought like it's a prophetic action because yes. he's going to have a car. Yes. And I thought... Oh, I will not be able to help him with that. And he's not have that kind of a salary to go, you know, yeah, to, to buy, to purchase no, a car. Not yes. at all. I did that. I bought the stuff and um, I said to him, don't laugh at me, but I just felt I'm just going to buy this and that. Three days later, a friend of his, the grandfather was selling this car for mm. next to nothing. Oh, wow. It is the month of March. Yes. In February, he bought the car. Sure. And you heard right. Yeah. And, and that I, was a step of faith. Faith yeah, without works, works is dead. Exactly. Yes. So that was like, whoa. You see when the the, the, the prompting is put into action mm-hmm. and then you see the flow and the rollout. And, and, wow. and I believe that the prophetic, it's not only for a Sunday morning in church. Mm. It is for everyday, day-to-day mm. stuff and lives. And yeah, we prayed for many people to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. We prophesied that the spirit man will become to the fourth and the tongue will be loosened and they will just start to speak. Yes. And then nothing happened. But later when they were in the shower, all alone, when they were asleep at night, they woke up and then the words just flowing out of their mouths. Sure. Many, many testimonies about oh, how God amazing. is working when your brain, your logic activity is not on. And yeah. I think sometimes we all just need to, we're all prophetic. Everybody that 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 is a child of God is prophetic because he yes. says we have the mind of Christ. We do. And we just need to tune into that still quiet voice. Yes. God speaks to us all the time, even through yes. bumper stickers, through people, through yes. songs, through even looking at someone and you see yeah. something and God can tell you so much about that yes. person. Yeah. So I think there's so many ways that God speaks to us, but we don't mm-hmm. always listen. Yes. But anyway, we are going to have a short break right now. But after this break, we are going to give Zoe's um, details away and um, give it to you. And we also are going to go in a bit of an intercession prayer. So stay tuned. Welcome back to my program, Body Matters. And we are in the, in the studio with Zoe. And Zoe is chatting about the prophetic. Um, Zoe, I just tell us a little bit about, I remember I told the audience that you are doing online prophetic workshops. Can you tell us briefly about the workshop so that if anybody wants to 
connect or get involved, they can, they can contact you. Yes. Lana, on this stage, every five weeks, I'm hosting a workshop, prophetic activation workshop for anybody who would love to know more about the prophetic, to flow mm. in it, to practical, apply the gift that God has given us. So that's on the Google Meet platform okay. on every Thursday. Um, I'm currently in a five-week course, and the next course will start at the 15th of April on the Thursday Okay. For five weeks. So okay, wonderful. The topics of discussion, normally it is about intimacy. It's growing in your gift. It's how to recognize. I believe in the law of recognition to really recognize this what I'm doing my whole life. Oh, actually, this is the prophetic. Mm. This is not this called many other names, but this is actually the prophetic. And it also it's it's the emphasis is always on like John, the disciple of Jesus, who had this close relationship with the Lord mm. and where they were in a trust relationship. That's very important mm. for me it's to trust the Lord mm. with my life. And tell me. If if I want to join your group mm. and I say, oh, I don't have a prophetic gift, can I still join? Oh, definitely. It's especially for those who doesn't exactly know right now what their purpose and okay. what their destiny is for their life. And, mm. and am I prophetically inclined? What does it mean to be? So, yeah, there's a lot of topics. Okay. And it's an hour session that we do mm -hmm. have weekly. And beyond that hour session that we all come on the same platform, in the midweek there's also teachings that I do give. And I really journey with all the individuals, pray for them. I really get involved in people's lives. Okay. I believe in building relationships with people. And, and also walking alongside yes. people. That's part of it. That's discipleship. That, yes, that's so true. And that is awesome. Yeah. Okay, so if anybody is interested and, and you really want to get involved and know more about the prophetic, you can um, email Zoe at Zoe at Zolife.co.za. At Zoe at zolife.co.za. But Zoe is going to pray for us now, and I'm going to leave the mic in in um, in Zoe's um, capable hands, and she is going to flow with the spirit. So, so just stay tuned. Thank you, Father, that we can come in this day and in this hour, and ask Father, will you touch our hearts? Will you touch our hearts? Will you move exactly as you choose? Father, I thank you for the waves of your anointing flowing right now to each and every listener. Father, though, that person who just put the radio on, on this last minute, who just came to listen, I pray that you will impact them. Father, they, in the spirit, there's no distance. In the spirit, Father God, there's no distance between me and all the people that are hearing this message. I pray for those who doesn't know you yet, Lord, that they will come. Um, Jeziah 55 verse 1 to 3 says those who are thirsty without money without buying come eat come drink from the living well of water come I pray Holy Spirit that you will draw them to your throne of grace draw them Lord to you father will you just for those who are feeling hopeless those who have who run out of plans and run out of ideas that you will minister to them I thank you father that you are going to bless a Gideon there's a man with the name of Gideon and God says do not divorce your wife 
Do not turn your back on your family and walk away. I have a plan and I have a purpose. I'm stripping the enemy of his rule and reign and his mandate that he plays out in your life. Do not listen. Gideon, I want to call you out this hour and I want to say open your ears to the Spirit of God and do not listen to the lies of the enemy. Father is delivering you right now and he's setting a new pattern. A platform for you. There's a new pathway and a new road for you. Walk in it. Be full of joy in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for your mighty hand of approval over your children. I call out the leaders that have grown weary and tired in the last couple of months and the seasons and all the distresses. And Father, I pray that we will shake our, it's like the dust of our feet and off of our hands. I pray that we all will turn our face toward you, toward heaven, toward the promises of God. I pray, Holy Spirit, that the prophetic gift will ignite in people's lives. I pray that spirits, Father, right now, Father, will be ignited. The spirit man will be stirred up through the gifting and the word of prophecy. The stirring up, Lord, of your mandate in the last. Father, I pray for hopelessness to be gone in Jesus' name. I pray against the spirit of fear that tries to steal and destroy so many lives. We acknowledge the hand of God in this moment in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I pray that you will saturate each and every listener right now. Put your arms around them. Wrap your arms around them right now. Father, fill the houses. Change the atmosphere in the houses in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for your divine hand of appointment. Send your ministering angels around all the properties. Surround them keeping guard over them, applying your blood over them in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you that we can call the scripture Ezekiel 19 verse 10. Father, that the hardened hearts will be softened up. And that scripture is so beautiful. You take the stony heart out of their flesh and you replace it with a fleshly heart responsive to the touch of God. As you touch the people right now, Lord, they will become responsive. So I want to invite those to come to the Lord. I want to invite those to bow their knees, to put their hands up in the air and say, Lord, I just need you. I'm desperate for you. I'm desperate for a touch of the Holy Spirit because in the Spirit there's no distance. So I stretch out my hand to each and every one right now and I pray the Shekinah glory of Jesus Christ, that Jesus will enter your house. He will enter your room. He will sit next to you on your bed. He will come sit next to you on the sofa. He will just be with you there in the office where you sit and listen to this radio playing in the background. Father, change the atmosphere. Father, you are the giver of dreams and visions. I pray that that will open up. Visions and dreams will open up, Lord, but the truth, the truth of Jesus Christ will start setting people free. As we stretch our hands out to you and you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, receive the redemption of Jesus Christ, receive the purity. I speak to the bride. I speak to the bride of Christ. Be pure, be holy. Turn around from the deliberate sin. Turn around from the wrong things. Turn around from sinful things. We strip the enemy in Jesus' name of his mandate over your life. And we call out in Jesus' mighty name that His resurrected blood, the blood of Jesus, will testify on your behalf. Thank you, Lord, that we can pray. Father, I pray for Martha. I pray that you will just 
I pray that Martha has a broken leg and she's struggling and she's in a place of despair and she felt this neglected and she's got no help. I pray that you will send help from heaven, Lord. Psalm 20. I decree and declare Psalm 20 over Martha, Lord, with a broken leg. And I pray, Lord, that you will send help from heaven. And I thank you for the unction of the Holy Spirit just increasing right now where we're sitting here, Father. It is increasing. I thank you, Lord, for opening up heavens above us. And as the skies are breaking open above us and your prophetic word comes, it flows like honey it flows like oil liquid oil the, it, it just comes and we, we acknowledge it and we see it and I thank you Lord that you're blessing Dimitri right now Lord with the word and I thank you that you're calling him out Lord with a vision and a purpose and I just sense that God is saying that the, tar, the, the road that you had walked on the past seven and a half years, the gravel road the journey is ending, Dimitri the d- journey is ending, the gravel road journey for seven and a half years is ending and God says something beautiful is going to come forth of this journey that just passed and it's over and there's a decree and there's a there's a deliverance in the journey and God says he's opening up your spiritual eyes that you can see the the the, the illuminating light of the gospel of Jesus but also the scriptures in Ephesians 1 verse 17 18 and 19 that you will see the illuminating light of the gospel to know the calling what God has called you for you were in like wingman for many years but now you will move to the front you were at the back of the curtain and you were always just say seeing from heaven have a vision from at the back of a curtain but God says he's ripping open the curtain he's taking you out of being a wingman and he's pushing you to the front because there's a mandate there's a calling and God says your voice will go over the waters your voice will be carrying over the waters and you will impact thousands of people but God says your mandate it is where the leaders is it's the level where you will impact the lives of leaders you are the eagle flying very high but you withdraw so often to the seclusion secluded places in the mountains and that became your place of safety and God says I'm drawing you out of those places of safety in Jesus name amen amen thank you father I just also want to just um, give anybody opportunity out there who wants to give Jesus or my Jesus Lord of your life um, just pray after me father God today I surrender my life to you I want to make you Lord and God over my life Father, I pray that you will just come and fill me with your spirit today. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me clean with your blood, Father. Thank you, Father, that I now belong to you, Lord. Thank you that you are Lord and God over my life. And I commit my life to you today, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much, Zoe, for being here and blessing us today. Um, It's so nice to have you in the studio. Thank you, Lana. It was absolutely an amazing privilege. Thank you so much. And yes, that's the end of this program, sadly. But um, yeah, so thank you for joining me on Body Matters, where everybody in the body of Christ matters. And we will be meeting again next Saturday, same time, same frequency, with more great conversation from me, Alana Willie, for you. Goodbye and stay blessed. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.